Hey, welcome back to Voice of the Makers, where makers let their voices be heard, all while building our very own community. I am Ginger, and I am a jewelry artist. You can check my jewelry line out at GeminiFly.com. Also, follow me over at Instagram at GeminiFly to check out my latest gems and also the people that are wearing them. Let's get into the new episode. To episode 13, we'll be talking about peaks and valleys as a maker. And this conversation is definitely coming from a point of view from my own personal experiences. No, I am not an expert or a pro. I just wanted to share information that I have personally experienced versus anything else. So I hope that you're interested. I hope that it helps you take as many mental notes that you need to take or write it down on a scratch pad and use it and implement it in your life of being a maker. But before we jump in, I definitely wanted to say, yes, guys, last week I took me a break. I had to get some rest and I had to relax and I had to reflect, you know, I had to just do some reflecting on jumping into this podcast late December 2018, not really knowing what to expect. Uh, I did do a little research, but I didn't like have like a big sister or big brother that's a podcaster and they already have uh, an amazing podcast show. No, I didn't do that. I just fell in love with podcasting through listening to others. And I said, you know what? I think I can use my voice. And so that's definitely why I wanted to do Voice of the Makers and just speak from a perspective of not a guru, not someone that's trying to build an empire off of people that desire to be makers or people that want to do something for themselves. No, I wanted to come from a perspective of I'm a maker. I experience things both good and bad. I am learning along the way. I'm willing to help and share my journey with someone. And that's pretty much all I want to do, you know. So I definitely hope that um, you all are feeling this. And you all are because I'm getting such a good feedback. People have been in my DMs like, girl, where were you last week? How are you? Is everything okay? And and I just want to say thank you for even caring that much, even just checking on your girl, because sometimes being a maker can really be isolating because you just really have you and your supporters and your products or your services. And again, we're all on this journey to not just building our brand, but building our own community, right? That is what the show is based on. So definitely, if you love what you hear, make sure that you're leaving a type top five rating and review in iTunes. Also, you can take a screenshot of the show right now. We take screenshots all the time. Tag me on Instagram at GeminiFly or you can use at Voice of the Makers. Hey, now you have two options. And just let me know how you're building your own community. And don't feel like you have to definitely have a brick and mortar or you have to be breaking out your toolbox to build your community. No, 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 no. You could be building your community simply by big upping someone else that's a maker, buying their products, sharing their work with your people, 
or definitely having coffee or tea with another maker and exchanging ideas and supporting. That's how you build your community as a maker. So definitely, um, you may hear Roman in the background because I am determined to get this podcast out by any means necessary tomorrow. (laughs) So let's get right into it. So the topic at hand is about peaks and valleys. And as you all know, I am a dope jewelry artist. My jewelry brand is Gemini Fly, and you can catch my beautiful jewelry at GeminiFly.com. Also, you can look on Instagram at my handmade designs at Gemini Fly. And also, this is a plus, you get to see my supporters actually wearing it. And y'all, that really makes my heart explode to see someone wearing something that I made that started as just beads and wire and 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 an idea flowed or I saw something and I said you know what I want to put that Gemini fly spin on it you know and someone is wearing it and you could just see the confidence exuding in the picture and you can just oh my gosh it's, it's overwhelming to me so if you're truly a maker and you just not only love what you do but you love to see other people loving the things that you make then you totally feel where I'm coming from so again going into peaks and valleys we have a season when we are at our highest peak and for me through my experience it's always somewhere between April and December and that y'all that's a high peak that's a lot of time to get your goods out get your personality out whatever it is that's a great amount of time to hit the ground running So what I definitely want to touch on in that season is, okay, let's start off with the first half. Okay, so now people are starting to shop. They feel like they have that disposable income. They can support your brand and they want to support your brand. They have their bills paid up. You know, they're getting ready to travel, go on vacation, snap those dope selfies. So they want that t-shirt. They need that body oil. They want those earrings. It's that time. Also, you have a lot of holidays between April and December and people want to celebrate. They want to buy gifts. And so that's a really good time to put out all your promotions, show off your best pictures, all of those beautiful colors you wanted to put out for the summertime, all those holiday uh, services and goods that you have out definitely it's time in this high peak season also you know around late March early April that's when a lot of people get their refunds their their federal refunds so they feel a little stronger financially they feel like they can afford to support your brand or support whatever you have going on and also on paydays I mean as cliche as that may sound you're trying to sell something and market to someone on a Monday or Tuesday you might get a little pushback because the average person's focus tends to be on Monday work, paying my bills, getting food together, getting the kids off to school. Their focus is a little bit different than on Friday. Friday is time for that R&R. They're going to the movies. They're going on dates. They're going out with their girlfriends or their guys. They're going to basketball games. They're going to parties they're going to art festivals and they want to look fly or they want to try that new body oil or that new lip gloss and so Fridays are typically 
a good time or paydays period some people get paid on thursdays some people get paid on the first and 15th whatever that is a good time to market to people um so keep that in mind when you're looking at your peak season now your valley season that's going to be a time when you need to do the four r's and the four r's are research whatever it is you want to find out about your particular product or your brand or the line that you decided to do whether it's candles or jewelry or crocheting you want to take a class you want to um, change your branding or your logo rebuild your website this is a perfect time to do research in the valley season and the valley season in my opinion is going to be after Christmas and right before the spring because typically Black Friday to Christmas is when people spend a lot of money especially here in our country they um they go big <laughs> they really go big they go hard so therefore January February March aren't really big big times now this doesn't have to be that way for everyone but typically for makers and for myself speaking from my own experience it has been more of a slower season so that's when I get into the four R's so I already touched on research restore restore if you need to um, work on some designs or you need to work on some blueprints or you need to restock your shop or you need to uh, rebuild or, or recategorize your website do that that's a perfect time rest with all of that in that that valley time rest Take those naps, take those walks, exercise, stretch your body, um, eat good food, meditate, read. Um, some days just bum around, watch Netflix and chill. Just rest because you're getting your strength and your mind power ready for that peak season that's coming around the corner. And also relate. Take this time out to Talk to your customers, talk to your supporters, pick their brains, see what they're into, see what they're looking forward to. Just holler at them and say, hey, how's it going? I miss you. You know, how did you like your last order? And really communicate with them and find out what the people want. So you'll be in a direction of gradual forward movement versus just plateauing because this is what you're used to doing or this is what you like it's not about what you like or what you want it's about what your supporters want and need so those are the four r's again research restore rest and relate now let's get back into the peak season make sure that when it's time or go time or you know the heat is on for your peak season that you have developed on your social media the best times to create and the best times to post okay so you have to pick a time again like i said monday tuesday wednesday third i don't know <laughs> for me those are good creating times and then you want to be ready to go with your pictures and your posts um towards the weekend that's just that works for me also 
if you have an Instagram or Facebook, whatever business page, make sure that you keep it separate. In my opinion, that's what works for me. I do try to sprinkle in family sometimes in my Instagram story because it's 24 hours and it's going to go away. Um, however, like when I go to a maker's page and they have all kind of mixed things, sometimes I'm a little bit, um, confused at what they're trying to communicate. Do they want me to buy this, um, handmade turban or do they want me to look at their pictures from Africa? You know, and I'm not saying you can't mix and mingle because that's cute and that's good. And that sometimes go over well, goes over well. But when you have too much of something, then people don't exactly know what you're trying to communicate. And so you could miss a sale or an opportunity to, um, market to a new person. So just be mindful of that. You may want to create an entire page just for your brand, or you may want to mix where you post something about your brand. Then maybe a personal post, then maybe another brand picture and just be consistent and, you know, keep everything in its proper place. Also, when you have it on business, you can get insights and know who is paying attention to you, whether it's male or female, the age group, uh, the demographic, like where they are in the world, um, the times that they look at polls. It could be they look at polls on Mondays at 3 p.m. Well, that's the time you should post with all of your 30 hashtags in a clear comment. Once you post about a minute later, you want to do all your 30 hashtags that relate to your posts. And also you might want to do, and I'm still learning this, your research on the hashtags to see which hashtags people are really looking at. You know, um, for example, you could put cell phone. Okay. Cell phone is real broad because some people have iPhones, Some people have uh, droids. You might want to put Galaxy Note 5. I don't know. I don't know too much about Galaxy. Or you may want to put iPhone 10 or iPhone X, whatever. And so therefore that's going to focus on the people that are looking directly in iPhone X. And again, I'm working on this myself because the algorithm and all of this can be really tricky, but that's going back to your four R's, doing your research and what works. And you can do this on YouTube. You can do research on Google. You can do research on Safari, Pinterest. There's tons and tons of things right at our fingertips through our phones with the internet or you can go into Barnes and Nobles or the library but do your research especially in that valley time also pay attention to sales don't get caught up I know this has happened to me in having a sale because people will wait you out and they will try to only shop with you when you have a sale but like for me just a disclaimer I typically make one of ones so when I make one of ones if you don't get that style it's gone and sometimes it's gone forever because I just buy things from all over the place and make things um, randomly so sometimes if you're like a mass producer or you try to repeat the same things over and over if you're always having sales you may have a hard time moving that merch because people are waiting on you to have a sale matter of fact I know someone who only has one sale a year and that is on Black Friday and that is so smart because she feels like her prices are already affordable for what she's offering. She figures she wants the whole integrity with her product and her service. And she doesn't want people to walk away with 
taking something from her. You know what I'm saying? Because the game is to be sold. <laughs> Even though I'm giving out these really, really good free nuggets for makers. Um, and I'm going to touch on that in a minute. For all makers, most people are trying to profit off of the things they make so keep that in mind when you're having sales all over the place but you do want to have sales you want to have a sale or have an incentive for someone um, signing up for your newsletter like right now for example plug if you go to geminifly.com and that's f-l-y-i-i at the end.com when you sign up for the newsletter you'll get a separate email with the incentive for signing up for the newsletter that is something that you can employ on your e-commerce or your website so definitely you want to have incentives but you just don't want to have 50% off every Friday you don't want to have 70% off especially if it doesn't make sense because things are going up I know with me my products are going up I know shipping is going up and you have to make sure that you're accounting for all that because I I shot with a lot of makers and a lot of makers put in so much more TLC into their packaging and their presentation more so than these big brand uh big box brands because I've ordered from these big box brands and I literally have a box with the product maybe some bubble wrap and a receipt that's it I've ordered from makers and I get beautiful packaging sometimes a little crinkle paper um a couple of business cards thank you notes sometimes handwritten instructions care instructions i mean there are makers that are going all all out and some of them i know for a fact aren't charging for all of this paraphernalia that they're putting into their boxes all this tlc they're putting into their packaging so we just have to make sure that we are yes you want to make sure things look nice because packaging goes a long way but the first thing you want to do is make sure you're putting the correct product in there a quality product and you want to make sure it's protected because you know so many things go on with the postal service and and all of this kind of stuff where they're putting heavy things on your packages they're throwing the packages they're pushing them into tight boxes and things of that nature so you already have to be prepared for that so you want to make sure it's protected and if you want to add some little frills and some cute little things you want to make sure that it's reflected in your price now let's go into the peaks one great thing about the warmer months is outdoor markets are available and that could be farmers markets craft shows your church or community could be having something even like an organization could be having a convention and they have vending space so these are all opportunities for makers who pretty much have websites to get out and meet people and fellowship meet other makers meet your supporters in person meet new people so this is a definite definite great win and big opportunity that you don't want to miss but when you go out there you don't want to go out there all bootleg (laughs) um you're meeting people face to face so you want to introduce your personality so just say if you're kind of an introvert or you're kind of got that little hermit thing going on with the personality you got to come out of your shell you know you got to as as uh andre 3000 told john legend sometimes you got to come from behind that piano man you got to show people who you are so that they gravitate towards it you can't sit there like hey so how much are your earrings the price is right there do you think somebody's gonna buy from you 
or just say someone's asked you how much are your earrings and yeah you have your tag because that's what you want to do you want to make sure everything is priced and tagged so everybody can see and this person just happens to miss the tag or they just want to have conversation oh yeah these are fifty dollars and these are thirty five dollars you know um here's a mirror if you want to hold them up to see how they would kind of look on you or how they would hang you want to almost put your salesman hat on you have to um the other thing is you have to be prepared um when you're outside for people to judge how you have your booth or your table set up so put a little tlc into it you know put a little decor you can go to dollar store and get cute things to kind of like um put your t-shirts in or your candles on make little cute little chalkboard signs have everything standing up have the necklaces on like little mannequins or those little necklace displays you want everything to look nice and inviting because people are just walking up and down and you want people to say hey i need to go to that booth they look like they have what i want and when they come you have to be prepared to have your business cards have everything labeled and priced you want to have change um, in cash in case people have cash because a lot of people at these markets they don't swipe their cards so make sure you have a little cash um, also make sure you have a card reader because a lot of people do swipe and uh, more importantly um, have a friend because vending depending on how long you're out there can be tricky and it can be hard um you are a human being you may have to walk away from your station so if you have someone you can trust they can look out maybe they can catch a sale and you can excuse yourself to go to the restroom or go get something to eat or just walk away and get a breather I don't know but you need someone you can trust because if you're doing it by yourself it's going to be hard you have no one out there you can say can take a sale you may miss a sale someone someone may come by and take something so get a buddy and pay them or you know say hey this is a good time for us to catch up and chat or buy them lunch I don't know be creative but try to have someone out there with you because it makes a difference also be prepared for hagglers at the outdoor markets yeah people will see your prices and they want you to come down because you're outside and so you have to have integrity but if you're sitting up there for two or three hours and you haven't got gotten a sale yet you may want to use your better judgment and see what you have to do maybe you have to knock something down for five dollars i don't know but use your own wisdom and judgment with that um but still have integrity. Also, this is not a garage sale. So going back to making sure that your booth or your station or table looks good. You know, like my community where I live just had a garage sale. And people had like their things that they were trying to sell in in the grass and on the concrete ground. And I get it, but... I don't know if I want to buy that if bugs are passing by. I'm already buying something that was in your house. And so, you know, I have to ask questions. Do you have animals? Because there was one instance where I ordered something through the marketplace on Facebook. Got it home. The picture made it look so good. Went and got it. Well, my husband picked it up. It had dog hair on there, y'all. I could have cried. And no, I'm not allergic to dogs, but that's not my dog. And that's that dog. You know, the dog hair is on there. I, I didn't see it in the picture. That's false advertisement. So all I'm saying is when you go out to these markets, don't treat your stuff like it's a garage sale. Have pride and make it look nice so people will gravitate and actually make purchase purchases. Um, Also use this opportunity 
to build your own community and meet other makers. Um, I remember I did one when we lived in Augusta, Georgia, and I was next to someone that made their own. Well, they didn't make their own honey, but they preserved their own honey. And they infused it with something, a French vanilla honey or something like that. And they had these cute mason jars with their labels on it. Then there was someone else that made soap. There was another jewelry artist that I used to go to church with. And so here I am fellowshipping with other makers and coming up with ideas and seeing how they posted their things and how they have their setup. So definitely mingle with other makers while you're out there. Um, and... Just going back to just everything, whether it's a peak or a valley, be sure in any of these seasons that you are remaining humble. Oh my gosh. The last two weeks I have seen some cockiness going on in these social media streets. I have seen some people standing literally on the top of their car beating their chest like I am Shira, you know, and I get it. You're supposed to have confidence and feel good about yourself and love what you make, but sometimes you can exude arrogance and you have to not confuse the two. Remain humble, be humble because, you know, you get so much more honey when you are sweet, you know. Just just keep that in mind. <laughs> the other thing is as you grow in your field, in your brand, on your social media sites, make sure you're sharing information because I'm just an advocate for you get what you give. And I'm an advocate for God put us on this earth for us to help each other, not for us to hoard all the information, not for us to hoard all the supporters. And I know it's not for me to give you all of my supporters. It's not for me to give you how to make jewelry. I'm not a jewelry teacher. I tell people that all the time. People want so much of you. And I understand that. But the things that you can give, if it's knowledge, if it's experience, if it's help, do it. It costs you nothing. And you know when someone is trying to go too far. You know when someone is pushing the limit and they're just trying to cheat the the system. You know the difference. But if it's something that's just organic and innocent and genuine, why not? Be helpful. Be of help. Genuinely support others. I have beat this into the ground, but I'm also an advocate for it. I don't want to just tell people bye, bye, bye from me. Because that's not how it works. There are tons of makers. There are tons of people that are out here with great products. And they're trying to build something for themselves. So if it's something that I want and I like, I'll help. I'll put something to the side so I can buy that candle, buy that soap or that head wrap or that purse. I'll do that. And people do that to me. And that's how we build our own communities. By building up other makers, you're building up yourself. Be transparent. Be transparent with your supporters. They want to know you. Like social media makes it hard for us to kind of hide behind our posts. Yeah, you don't have to put everything out, but sometimes you have to go live. Sometimes you have to post a picture of the family. Sometimes you have to post a picture of yourself without makeup on or no filters. (laughs) Be transparent so people will gravitate towards you and want to support because they feel like you're relatable. Uplift other makers. Y'all, it's hard. 
It's hard out here. Not only because it's hard to get a sale in some instances, or it's hard to keep up with the content and posting. It's hard sometimes just to keep that momentum to keep going. So check on your friends. If you haven't heard their podcast, shoot them a DM and say, girl, where are you? I missed your podcast. You okay? You got another one going? Or if it's a situation you haven't seen them post it for a while or they didn't announce they were going anywhere or their shop just disappears, check on them. Drop them an email, a phone call, a text, or a DM. Do that because you would want someone to do that for you, I would hope. Because we all want to seem like we got it all together, but no one has it all together or people would just disappear somewhere and live off the fat of the land. But you are in the grind just like this person is in the grind. And just because you feel like you're 20 steps ahead of them, that doesn't make you better. That makes you very, very responsible for helping other people. It does. And I'm nowhere near where I want to be. However, I feel like it is my duty to help other people who are sitting there with a plan, with the heart, but they just haven't had the drive or the momentum or the person to say, you can do it. And listen, I want to close it out with this. Whether you are making a good or a product, you have a service, you're about to start a brick and mortar. You're about to step on faith and start your own company. You're about to start that podcast. Listen, sis and bro, don't allow someone else's now to disrupt your start. Just because it looks like someone has it all together, everything is just written in stone for them. It does not mean that yours is any less grand. So make sure that you have confidence enough, not in a cocky way, still be humble, but you have confidence enough to at least start. Starting is the hardest thing, but once you do it, you feel so amazing. And you can always say, I started, I did it. You know, whether you get $100 from it, whether you get 1000 you get into the six figures, you can say you did something that was against the grain wasn't anything that you were taught in grade school you know not something that you inherited it's something that was in your heart and mind and you did the research and and you put things together and you did and you learned along the way like I say about this podcast I didn't start off with the blueprint I didn't start off with help and last week I almost said forget all of it because I was having trouble with my sound but that's not important to me That's not important to me. Getting out this information to help others, it means so much to me. Because if it didn't, I wouldn't do it. I'm not one of those people that do things just for the heck of it. I know it's vital and it's needed. And I wish it was in place when I first started. But since it's not, I'm going to be the change. So take this information wrong with it. Don't forget, screenshot what you just heard, post it on Instagram. Let me know how you felt about it. Let me know how you're building your community, how you're supporting other makers. Tag me. Let's build this community up, y'all. It doesn't take a lot, just a little effort. Also, don't forget to check your girl out at Gemini Fly. That's F-L-Y-I-I on Instagram. GeminiFly.com is my website with my dope jewelry. Also at Voice of the Makers on Instagram. And until next time, you all have a great day. I love you. And let's do this.
If you love what you hear today, make sure that you are leaving a five-star rating and review here in iTunes. And also be sure to follow us at Voice of the Makers at Instagram and screenshot, show us some love so we can share you on Instagram story.